Today on the Bill Kelly Show on AM 900 CHML. The uh, Premier was uh, at the uh, plowing match. Now, this is like a tradition in, in, in Ontario here. Uh, every year they have the plowing match, and uh, all three political leaders show up at uh, the international plowing match. And, uh, well, the, the Premier promised at that time that she was going to offer some incentives to small business to help them cope with the proposed uh, minimum wage hike, which, is, of course, is going up 15 bucks an hour. I uh, didn't give any details on that, but it uh, it sounds as if they're starting to at least listen to some of the voices of concern that have been raised over the last little while. Among them, of course, a, a number of chambers of commerce, including the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. Richard Corsell sits on the board for the Ontario Chamber of Commerce. He joins us here on the Bill Kelly Show to uh, talk about this. Richard, thanks so much for the time. It's good to have you with us today. Hey, Bill. It's good to chat too. Thank you. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about where we are on this. You uh, joined us uh, weeks ago, I guess, uh, when this province uh, first made this announcement, and the Ontario Chamber was one of the first to speak up and say, "Whoa, whoa, just a second here. Uh, do you understand the ramifications?" And you sent letters to the government, uh, the Hamilton Chamber, many other chambers have joined you on this. Uh, do you feel as if you're making some headway now when the premier says something that, like, like she said yesterday, that that okay, we we can look at doing some things here to try to mitigate the impact? Well, we're we're always hopeful um, when we hear things like that that uh, we'll see something tangible come out of the out of the comments. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have any any real sort of facts yet in terms of what what she's actually thinking. Um, but I can tell you that we have been working a lot with um, you know certainly with other members of cabinet in terms of issues that we think uh, that, that they could take into consideration. Uh, some of them we see still see as being a, a struggle. You know. The whole idea of trying to slow the pace down of this—we're not suggesting stopping it, but we're suggesting that let's let's take it over a little longer period of time, as many other jurisdictions have had to try and allow businesses to cope with the change. Uh, this is a very uh, big increase in a very short period of time um, that we haven't seen in, in a jurisdiction anywhere. I mean, even you look at the ones who have gone up. They've done it over a four or five year period, and and we're certainly doing a lot faster. So that's a big concern. Um, we think there are other opportunities for them to, to make some change, but we don't know whether they're listening to those or not yet. So we're hopeful that we'll hear something. At the end of the day, though, our, our, big, con- our big concern is that we know, uh, based on the research that, that's been done, um, there's $23 billion uh, question that's got to be solved. Um, we, we also know or believe that, you know, yes, the $15 increment will drive economic activity, um, that will cover about half that amount. Uh, but we still have a $12 billion gap um, that we don't know how that's going to get dealt with. And, and I, I just don't see how, you know, what she's talking about um, in terms of some of the things that they could do would, would close that gap to any significant degree. Well, the concern here is, is this is so wide-ranging, though, Richard. I mean, yeah. you, you're talking about the impact it has on small business. Uh, yesterday, I mentioned she was at the uh, the, the, the international plowing match, uh, and uh, one of the the voices of of concern was raised by the Ontario Federation of Agriculture. In other words, yeah. representing farmers, and they say, "Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! You don't really seem to under- because she's thinking, oh, this is going to be great. People that work on farms now are going to get a, an increase in the minimum wage.' But they're <laughs> they're echoing many of the same concerns that you did." Uh, where they say it's going to have an adverse effect on youth employment, it's going to make farmers less competitive, yeah. threaten, and, which could f- threaten food production and security, which raises prices. Uh, and and I, I know that when you started talking like this, and, and these other agencies did, the, frankly, the government was rather dismissive and say, oh, that's just fear-mongering. That's right. Are they starting to get the message? Is it starting to resonate now that maybe there is some concern here and some legitimate concern? 
Well, I think I think there is some recognition of that just based on the language we're hearing. But again, you know, we want to see what the details look like. You're right. I mean, look, a lot of the farmers are, are they're small businesses, just like a lot of other people are who are running other businesses. And so they, they're facing some of the same things. I mean, at the end of the day, this is going to cost them more money. They, they're going to have difficulty in hiring staff and bringing people in to help with, uh, you know, harvest time and, and uh, planting. So there's there's lots of issues that are there in terms of how do how does small business and you know including the farmers how do they deal with uh, these big changes and and it's going to create some real heartburn in terms of how do we make some of that happen now you know there are things I think the government can do in helping uh, ease the blow a bit but we're, we're our concern is there's still a very large gap um, and and there's not even a discussion about what this does to the provincial government we know that the provincial government is going to take a 440 million dollar hit. And the municipal governments are going to take a $500 million hit. Yeah, but nobody's even talking about that. Nobody's even talking about that. So where's that money going to come from? So at the end of the day, they were either going to have to borrow it or they're going to have to come to you and I as the taxpayer and say, we need more. Because it's got to come from somewhere at the end of the day. And that's our frustration is that we just don't see any acknowledgement that that's an issue or even that we even have to deal with it. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play. And listen to The Bill Kelly Show weekdays from 9 to noon on AM 900 CHML.